the Chinese year of the black milkshake. We are back, Shakers, and welcome to a special edition of Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast. Now, as you all bloody well know, there are many, many comedy podcasts out there, but ours is a wee tad different because we mix banter with actual comedy sketches, folks. Your man and I are both on holidays at the moment, and we thought it would be difficult to put a normal episode together. So we've decided to do a Licky End special. So Yorma, my good partner and buddy, the burning question all our listeners all over the globe want to know, is Licky End a real place or what? Well, it is and it isn't. Uh, um, Many years ago, in fact, on the day that Kurt Cobain killed himself, I found myself in this neat Tory voting little woodland village called Licky End in the English Midlands. And being massively immature then, and I suppose as I still am now, I found the place sounded um, obviously pretty rude. And I misguidedly brought it up at a dinner that I was invited to, um, which didn't seem to go down too well. And people seemed to get a little defensive about it. And I just had this feeling that the place seemed so insular. It was just right outside Birmingham, really, but in the woods. And I just got half an idea that Licky End might have some kind of secret. And obviously, I never found out what that secret was. But 25 years later or so, I started imagining what that secret could be. And and then it got really dark. In 1960, we live in a world of movie stars, motorways and motels. Things the generation before never dreamed of. But what can we expect 40 years on in the year 2000? We should assume a peaceful world where we will be able to select the sex of our children and even select their mathematical ability. Forward thinking like this is reflected nowhere better than Licky End, Worcestershire, where a team of scientists aim to build the perfect population for the perfect decade in a new village centred around their woodland laboratories in this quiet corner of rural England. Local mayor and professor of eugenics at the Licky Institute says the futuristic settlement is at phase two of the overall plan and we can see a few of the attractive innovations that might well be copied elsewhere. Children born in Licky End will have advantages that we could never dream of. Pygmies from darkest Africa were imported to Licky to help with the war effort. Many of them serve as volunteers in the forest-clad laboratories which are pioneering our battles with mental deficiency. Only last month, women from the tribe were brought in to perform surrogate duties and perform as entertainers for many of the contract workers in Licky. Licky is unusually diverse for these parts, and in addition to the pygmies, has a vibrant community of German, Austrian and Swedish scientists who like the rural anonymity and freedom they have to continue their valuable efforts to improve the quality of the human race. The future is an exciting place, and by the year 2000, Licky End will lead the way in enlightenment and racial harmony, in a healthy environment and a world that has no overcrowding or battles for resources. The designers and forward thinkers of Licky are appealing for educated, well-established English families to settle in Licky End and help us on our road to phase five, Licky End, creating the light that will keep out the dark. I had a really, really nasty throat infection when I recorded that one. You might be able to hear it in my voice. Um, but I, I just thought it helped to get that old-fashioned uh, newsreel sound across. I just had this idea that I wanted to um, lampoon right-wing Middle England a little bit. Um, after all the insanity of the Brexit referendum, etc. And I thought that Licky, Licky would be the perfect place to do that. Um Nigel Farage and co. I'd, I'd really stoked up some nasty stuff in England, I thought. So 
I thought to myself, how right-wing and how mistrusting could could Licky End actually be? Um, so time to have a bit of fun with it. It's caught in this kind of time warp like a lot of Middle England and doesn't like outsiders. And i have been reading about the fall of the Berlin Wall and, and wondering what it must have been like to to be trapped somewhere where you couldn't get out. One day the doors suddenly close and then suddenly, out of the blue, you're free. So I decided that Licky's scientific and quite possible Nazi haven could be part of some kind of Cold War project. The Soviets always said that the West were continuing Nazism, and I thought, well, let's see if they really were. Um, so, yeah, I, I decided to make it as if the West had closed Licky off and just made it completely disappear from the map so that they could work on whatever top-secret projects they were doing. And breaking news, after Soviet Premier Mikhail Gorbachev's surprise visit to London yesterday, the British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher has revealed that the Likian Scientific Research Compound in Worcestershire is to open its gates for the first time in 28 years. Likian has existed as a scientific residential community with full autonomy from the UK since German, Austrian and Swedish scientists set up a top-secret scientific commune during the height of the Cold War. Reporting for LABC News from the Licky End Hotel and Spa, I'm Alphonse Gallipoli III, and today we're honored to have former President of the United States of America, Donald J. Trump, here with us on his Licky End leg of his world tour. So, what brought you here, Mr. President? So, we came here to Licky End today. The thing is, we're not supposed to do that because it's up to the government, the elected British government, not the bogus Biden American government. They want our help. Wanting our support and our love, they don't mind. It's like they care. They care about their cities, care about their towns and villages, being flooded by illegal immigrants, Mexicans coming here on their boats. They're not bringing their best boats, boats like their 86-foot yachts with onyx bathrooms, and they don't care. They just don't care. I believe that you've been a long-term admirer of Lickyette. Yeah, they did a lot of good work. We're not supposed to say that. Good work, the best work, amazing work. They brought their scientists here in the 60s. German scientists came here. They brought their research, brought their skills and way of life, a life that had been going on for many decades, fighting communism, fighting socialized medicine, putting Licky first, Licky getting better today. I got my hat, lots of free hats. It's Licky's MAGA cap. Look here, it says LGBT. Licky getting better today on the cap. Wear one today. We've got lots of them here. Take one. Put it on. LGBT? Doesn't that mean something different? It means nothing. Nothing. It's the same. Same meaning. Licky getting better today. It's a proud town. Proud people. And they know what it means. They created life. New life. Not like it was when it was less good. Less. I want to honor these people. Honor these heroes who fought against Gorbachev. They fought the EU. Fought Jimmy Carter fought for the freedom to use science to create a better way, better in every way, way better than it was before. Mr. President, sir, we have the mayor of Likian joining us later. What questions will you be asking him to boost the 2024 presidential campaign? What's a question? We covered the genetics, covered the experiments, we covered the past. Uh, They tell me they all... People have sex in cars here in the forest while people watch in the forest. 
under the trees, beautiful trees, looking through the windows, steamy windows. You mean, where can you do it? Where can I? I... Yes. The Donald wants to go dogging. And we'll take a short break there. I thought even with Licky End opened up and, you know, a new generation of children having been born, I felt that Licky would still be really isolated. So probably it should have its own media. So I thought I'd take the piss out of American sensationalist news and um, have a presenter who couldn't pronounce Worcestershire properly, Alphonse Gallipoli III, Worcestershire, and... I just wanted to do something that was way over the top, like a lot of American news is, but especially over the top for a town where nothing important happens at all. Um, so LEBC came up, and I, I came up with the name Alphonse Gallipoli III, which I stole from a Tony Hancock episode from around 1960, I think. Good afternoon. And it's Thursday, November 19th. You're watching LEBC News. We hope you're having a great day, sir, ma'am. Bringing you the stories that matter with zero bias. I'm Alphonse Gallipoli III. and homeowners are in uproar after a newcomer to the Worcestershire community allowed their hedge to get dangerously out of control. The local community is rallying together over the untamed greenery owned by Brenda Haddock, said to be over eight centimeters higher than the rest of the properties on School Lane. One neighbor told LEBC, it's fine with all these blow-ins if they understand and respect our ways. This is a nice, neat and friendly town. And for the last 17 years, she's been flagrantly flaunting our parish laws. The unfettered foliage owner, who cannot be named for legal reasons, told us that she didn't understand the fuss as she got her bush trimmed every other month anyway. We met another anonymous resident of Betty's Waffle yesterday, and she told us, This obstruction could cause deadly road incidents. Can you imagine if a motorist is driving by and quite reasonably becomes distracted by the eyesore and it's a young mother with a pram. Oh, the council won't do anything. So that's why me and Norma threw dog dirt on our car bonnet, didn't we? And finally, Titten Lane Car Park has been named as Lickian's premier daytime dogging venue. Promoter and car park owner Barry Cauliflower thinks the site will bring in tourists some much-needed revenue for the area. He believes that by offering dockers discounted light refreshments and baby wipes, it provides a much-needed boost to the local economy, in particular to the hospitality and enormous corner sectors. Oh, well, we's getting people in from as far afield as Alf Church and even Rotwich for daytime dogging, aren't we? When the doggers only came at night, all we saw of them was their tight treads. Now they're giving local businesses support and giving Brexit benefit to the area. That was the news of truth and accuracy with Alphonse Gallipoli III defending what you, the people, deserve. Have a great day ahead. This is LEBC News. Ah, uh, here, holy be Jesus. It seems like they're all mad. Mad in the head and all obsessed with scotch eggs, weird old sex, 
and neat gardens. Apologies if you are from Middle England, wherever that place is, but I, I think that sums it up pretty well. It is all Scotch eggs, weird sex and neat gardens, isn't it? Just add the Daily Mail to it and, you know, I think you're there. <laughs> but I, I recorded those with the comedian Christina McMahon, who was our guest at Christmas and done a few things with us before. And she does the, the, the silliest of voices. And she was really up for helping to create something really, really wacky. But I've always been a big fan of The Godfather. Um, all three films, actually. But at that time, the UK was in total chaos. And there seemed to be a new prime minister every week. So I, I thought I'd combine my uh, love of The Godfather with the Boris Johnson, Liz Truss uh, chaos that was going on. And sort of parody it a bit, really, um, using the opening scene from The Godfather. So I, I did my best Don Corleone voice um, and just about managed to nearly sound like a woman when I when I did Nora, but that was quite difficult. I believe in Nicky End. Nicky End has made my family. I raised my son in the Nicky fashion. He joined the young farmers, rode horses and read the Daily Mail. And he, he found a girlfriend, not a Nicky Ender. And she introduced him to her friends. And they made him vote remain and eat a plant-based diet. <laughs> it's all right. Normal. Have a little whiskey. <laughs> I went to the police like a good licky ender. And those, those girls were arrested. They moved to Belgium to evade justice. Just before the Brexit agreement went through. But why did you go to the police and not me? We've known each other many years and this is the first time you come to me. I can't remember the last time you gave me a scotch egg from your store. But let's be frank here. You never wanted my friendship. You were afraid to pay my debt. I didn't want to get in trouble. I understand. I asked you for justice. Good. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm making Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. But someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do me a service as a gift on my daughter's wedding day. Capisce? Grazie, Godfather. Absolutely love, love that one. I can't actually recall, Jimster, how many times I've watched The Godfather, but it just never, ever gets old. Never. Now, Jimster, if I'm not completely gone mad in the head, I think our Vigella Rick Rocks makes an appearance or two in Licky End, and she's always a little bitting naughty. A good bitting naughty, Jimster. Well, I'd, I'd better explain who Vigella is first. L last summer, my wife and I had an idea for a character. A bit like Nigella Lawson. We're also having incredible frustrations with our cat, Caroline, at the time. and um, But we, we decided to do this Nigella Lawson character, but with this dark underbelly. And we recorded a sketch together in Greece. And it, we released it on the fourth episode of the, the podcast. And for some reason, 
That episode hasn't had as many listens as most of the others, which is a real shame because the Jelly Rick Rocks is one of the best sketches that we've done at Black Milkshake, in my opinion. This one isn't connected to Licky End, but Vigella does appear in a couple of sketches later with Liam Neeson, and, and one of them is a Licky End sketch that we'll play at the end of it. So I think we need to do this, really, just so that you uh, you get the tone. And we're going to head over now and join through Hackett to the US of A, where the lovely Vigella will be showing us her delights, as we broadcast simultaneously with our partners at Dirty South Radio, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. What are you serving up for us today, Vigella? Hello, boys. This is Vigella Rick Rocks, America's most sumptuous and delicious TV cook. Today I'll be welcoming you to have a good old romp around every corner of my kitchen as we try a little bit of sweet pie. There's nothing I like more than a firm young pink rhubarb. And today I will be showing you how to gently peel one and put it in my pie. We all need a little fresh, sweet fun. And if you see some of the ingredients I have here in my box, you will be salivating as much as I am. I'm hard pressed to find much I don't like. But at this time of year, there's much more availability of that wonderful, juicy pink rhubarb, which lifts the senses and has that fabulous sugartiness. I like to call it forced rhubarb. They grow it in England, getting all that dark, moist warmth undercover and under candlelight, too. Rather wonderful image, isn't it? This is my simplest recipe with homegrown rhubarb full of juice and flavor. It's terrifying the amount of sweetness in it when you are... <laughs> Caroline! Get the hell off my vegetables! <laughs> oh, I'm truly sorry for the interruption, gentlemen. It's hard to control my f***ing sometimes. <laughs> She's a little live wire and into everything and everyone. Can we cut that? I like the good roasting, so as much as possible, you want the rhubarb cut into lengths. Unlike some, I prefer a shorter length or maybe even several. Put over the sugar, put some kind of protective sheath on top, and roast for 30 to 40 minutes. Then you've got this ridiculously moist pink compote. Caroline! The stupid little has ruined everything. She's f***ing ruined it. The whole f***ing thing is f***ed. Good afternoon, Licky and It's Thursday, November 19th. You're watching LEBC News. We hope you're having a great day, sir, ma'am. Bringing you the stories that matter with zero bias. I'm Alphonse Gallipoli III. A scotch egg has been stolen from Acox Green's largest supermarket. The hard-boiled egg, coated in sausage meat and deep-fried breadcrumbs, is thought to have last been seen yesterday lunchtime during the rush. Regional manager of Norma's Corner, Norma Yates, told LEBC that the bell rang when a large group of unknown people came in causing a disruption on modern bicycles. The strangers just wouldn't leave and insisted on trying 
to buy things, Mrs. Yates told reporters. This is Chief Inspector Wobble of Licky End Police. We're asking the public for assistance in locating one Scotch egg which has been stolen. It uh, one of the deviants involved is thought to be in a mixed race and highly dangerous. Last seeing heading towards the Bellend Road on bicycles, and as one of the deviants is uh, of mixed race, uh, we're we're investigating this as a terrorist incident. A senior citizen has been found up a tree in Lickian, Worcestershire. The former young person was wearing stained pyjamas and rollers when she was found by local resident Frank Shit, 72, in the early hours of Wednesday afternoon. I, I thought I'd seen everything, but I, I couldn't believe my ears when I looked down and she was right below me. Oh, I, I knew I had to act, so I, I called nine and nine nine and and the the emergency services were there in, in seconds local law enforcement agents at the lepd have issued a statement saying that if the pensioner is not claimed by wednesday the 10th she will be destroyed that was the news of truth and accuracy with alphonse gallipoli the third defending what you the people deserve have a great day ahead this is lebc news Tim Hallam, who has been a guest on our show, does sketches on his weekly radio show on a Chick FM, Istanbul. And he plays the lovable Greg in quite a lot of sketches, and he takes them to a whole new level. Jimster, why did you use Tim? Well, Tim's a really good actor. And in the early stages, I was doing nearly all the voices on the, the show. Uh, all the jingles, Ray's Happy Hour, Dame Edna, Honzi, Logan Bogan, uh, the Scouse Plumber, Don Corleone, and the, Don Corleone and the gay Scottish retail manager. And I just started wondering how many more voices could I think up that people might believe, or certainly that they wouldn't just think were me. Um, I suppose I shouldn't be admitting this really myself, should I now? But I tried to do Greg, the cleaner, um, how I thought that he would sound. And I had this idea that Greg may have a slight Asperger's syndrome, and he's definitely a very, very keen ornithologist. So he tends to talk in a lot of a lot of detail about birds and using long words which are not helpful to him in in certain situations. But the more I tried to do this voice, the the more I realised I was just trying to copy um, certain voices that Tim does. And I, I thought to myself, I can't do this as well as he does. So uh, we asked him to to do it. Tim's been on our show, and he was brilliant. He was more than delighted to do it. And we've used Tim as Greg a few times uh, with Phil Mitchell and Jim McDonald from Coronation Street and the EastEnders uh, parodies that we do. We've had him on with Honzi as well, and, and next week he's um, doing a sketch with Russell Crowe as Gladiator. Uh, Russell Crowe is Gladiator, not... Uh, Greg, that would be ridiculous. But in in this sketch, Greg goes to explore the abandoned scientific research centres at Licky End, as somebody like Greg would probably do. And he gets a lot more than he bargained for when he bumps into Vigella and Liam Neeson in the woods. Audio diary entry, 13th of March. Is it me, 
or is Licky End a strange town? I hitched a lift here this afternoon and driver asked me if I was an experiment. Well, I told him I wasn't a scientist, but I were a cleaner in a pub. And I just came here to visit the laboratory. But when he dropped me off, it looked like a military base. And in the local shop, this woman asked me if I'd had a relative staying here in the 1960s. And while she was saying that, she was trying to hide her face. I just told her I wanted some Werther's originals and directions to Glover's Lane train station. Well, she shooed me out at shop and said something about dogs. But I told her I didn't have one, but I liked birds. She said she thought as much. Anyway, it's dusk and I'm heading towards the train station. I think there's... Let me check if I'm going the right way. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Is this the way to Glover's Lane? Glover's Lane? Through the woods and into the car park. Oh, thanks a lot. Must be quite a big station if they have a car park. Ooh, listen to that. I can hear a nightingale. And I think there's a robin singing. Well, here we are. This looks like a car park. Can't see its station, but there's a car with a light on. I think there's someone in it, but the windows are misted up. Ah, there's someone in. I hope they're okay. Looks like signs of a struggle. Yes. Hi. Uh, hello. Uh, I wanted to offer assistance. When someone says hi, it's usually polite to say hi back. You, you, you don't understand. I wanted to offer assistance. Okay. I thought that we agreed that you guys were going to keep your distance till the vinegar strokes. Vinegar? Eh? Let's finish up here first, and then we'll see about assistance. So, you and the gentleman are not in imminent danger, then? No, we're doing just swell. Oh, good. Oh, wow! Is that an X-Base 622GW dash cam? Yeah. Can I have a go? Mm. You come to this country, take advantage of the system, and think because we are tolerant, we are weak and helpless. Hey, That's a big jar of Vaseline. Is that a cucumber? Uh, okay, enough is enough. Boys, come on and move this little dweeb along. I'm John Bacure. Don't get on, dogging club. Dogging? Dogging? I, 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 I don't even have a dog. I'm looking for, for, for Glover's Lane. Oh, God. The woman in the shop thought I said Lover's Lane. They're having it off in the car. Why me? Why do I always find the deviants? Well, that's another Friday wrap, folks. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening, and we will be back to normal, if you call it normal, next week. But as always, if you enjoyed our show, please, please follow both Black Milkshake pages on Facebook. And don't forget to tell a friend or two. It would ever so gladden our hearts. Many, many thanks to Christina McMahon, Valerie Richards, Tim Hallam, Donald J. Trump, Lee Neeson, and Eamon McAndrew. Happy days, blue skies, and good skills shakers. Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast was presented by Ray Mack and Yormer Kier Co. and was produced by James Kirk. 
No animals or copyright were violated during the making of this podcast. Black Milkshake 2023